The Productive Woman, Episode 120. Hello, and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan, and this is a podcast dedicated to productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. So thank you for joining me in this episode. I'm going to be sharing some thoughts on wrapping up this year and preparing for a great new year. You'll find some links and additional information in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 120. Before we get started, I want to give one last reminder. If you're listening to this just as it's being published, which is mid-December of 2016, it's still not too late to apply for the upcoming session of the Productive Woman Mastermind Groups. They're going to be meetings starting in January, but we're forming them now. Now, these are paid masterminds facilitated by me. It's a small group of women, no more than five other women besides me, and we meet weekly via video conference for 12 weeks to talk about goals and encourage each other uh, to move forward with the things that are important to us. The fee for this also includes a couple of 30-minute one-on-one coaching sessions with me, just you and me, to talk about your goals or whatever productivity questions you have. Now, if you're looking for some encouragement and motivation and accountability in achieving your goals and moving forward in a life that matters, consider joining us. As I said, we'll be starting the first week of January to kick off the new year together very strong. But the groups are forming now. Uh, Spaces are very limited, and I only have a few of them left. So I I would love to have you consider joining us, um, but don't wait. Visit the Work With Me page on the website, which you'll find at theproductivewoman.com slash mastermind. You'll find more information there, uh, a link to the short online application, and I'm going to be putting some audio clips on the page as well, so you can hear directly from some of the women who've participated in the mastermind groups them telling you what they've gained from it and what they think about the process. So I hope you'll enjoy that. If you have questions, you can email me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com and I'd be happy to answer your questions or even jump on a quick call with you to talk about them. Would love to have you, but now's the time to submit your application and uh, make that commitment to yourself uh, to invest the time in your growth and your goals and the dreams that you have for yourself. Would love to have you there. Let's get right into the main topic. Uh, We're going to be talking about wrapping up this year, kind of a look back and a look forward. And I generally try to take the last two weeks of each year to really take stock and kind of plan for the coming year. Uh, There's a process that I go through, things that I think about in terms of um, identifying the the word or three words that are that form kind of a framework or a theme for the coming year, those sorts of things. This time last year in episode seventy, I talked about that process in pretty much depth in an episode called "Laying a Foundation for a Great New Year." And I encourage you to listen to that if you're wanting to really start your year strong and and go through a process like I do at the end of the year. Check out episode seventy, listen to that, and adapt it as needed to work for you. There's no you know magic pill for this. It, this this is just kind of the process that I use, and it. Changes a little bit every year. 
So I'm not going to go into depth in that. I just wanted to share a few thoughts this time around. Uh, some of the things that I'm thinking about as 2016 is ending and we're getting ready to move into a new year. And the main thing is to set aside some time in this holiday season to, first of all, think about the past year and however you do that. But pick pick an area of your life to focus on uh, as a starting point, whether it's work, family, uh, your personal care and growth, whichever area of your life that uh, you want to think about, and just consider what went well, what didn't work so well in that particular area. What things did you accomplish that you're happy about? What goals had you set for yourself maybe that you didn't accomplish? And maybe why is that? Why did those things not come to fruition in the way that you had originally had in mind? And you can do that in all the different areas. I kind of try to look at them one at a time and uh, just take that look back. You can look at your calendar to remind you of the things that you did. Uh, look at your journal, if you keep a journal, to um, remind yourself what you thought about during the course of the year and uh, spend that time to do that. So that's area by area. And then, uh, you know, I spent some time thinking about, uh, and I encourage you to evaluate your life overall. And this is a place where looking at your calendar can be really helpful if you keep a calendar that you put all your appointments in. Look at it and, and think about where where did you spend maybe too much time this year? Where did you not spend enough time? What are the things that you did or the things that happened over the course of the year that brought you joy? And where did you feel stressed? And again, this is just a, an overview, a time of, of looking back and pondering the, the good, the bad, and the ugly of the year that is wrapping up right now. And it's important when you do that to certainly learn from the challenges and the, or failures, if you want to use that word, but focus on the positive. And that's what I'm going to be doing in the last two weeks of this year as I'm spending time doing this, really focusing on what I'm grateful for, uh, the things that I did accomplish that I'm proud of, that I'm happy about, that I feel good about. Yes, I'm going to look at some of the things that uh, I had intended to do that maybe I didn't, but mostly I want to focus on uh, on the things that I am grateful for. It makes such a difference. I, I wrote a note to myself recently that gratitude, it changes how we experience our world. And it's a choice to be grateful. And it's a choice to not beat up on ourselves over the things that we didn't do or the regrets maybe that we have from the past year. So I encourage you to stay focused on the good. Learn from the the challenges, learn from the things that didn't go the way you want to, but focus on the positive and give yourself some grace. I say that at the end of every episode, and y'all, I really mean it. We need to do that for ourselves to not be so hard on ourselves. So one bit of homework for you is to make a list, and I mean write this down. You can put it in your Evernote file, you know, if you have something like that, or uh, you know, wherever else digitally that you keep track of things like this. But I, I kind of encourage you to get a notepad and maybe a pen or a pencil that you really like writing with and write it down by hand, a list of the things that you accomplished this year. 
And I can hear some of you saying, yeah, I didn't do anything. I didn't accomplish anything this year. None of my goals panned out the way I wanted them to. I mean, it's very easy to, to, to get in that mindset, but you did. There are things you accomplished, and I want this list to be comprehensive, and I'm going to be doing this same exercise because I really want to train my mind to give myself credit for the things that I do. And so the list can be, yeah, big things, sure, of course, you know, if you got a promotion at work or you wrote a book or you lost 40 pounds or, you know, those big things, you had a baby, Um, but also the small things. Write down if you overcame an obstacle that you thought was going to derail you, or you learned from a failure or a disappointment, or you just survived a failure or disappointment, you know, without doing anything drastic. Maybe you worked through a conflict with a friend or a family member or a coworker. Maybe you stayed disciplined in some little area of your life. Look for the everything that you accomplished. And this isn't maybe a, a sit down one time and do this, but an ongoing process of as things come to you and give yourself credit for every little small thing that you accomplished over the course. Maybe you cleaned out one drawer in your kitchen. You know, whatever it is, you put dinner on the table every night. All those things matter. They all count. I really want us to give ourselves credit for those things. And frankly, if you can't think of anything, if you're sitting there and you you really can't think of anything, maybe it's time to do some thought work, some work on how you think, because there are things that you've accomplished and that you deserve credit for. And maybe you need to ask somebody who loves you, somebody in your life who cares about you, what did I do this year that's worth remembering? But make that list. So that's a little bit of homework for, for all of us. That's the the look back part. And like I said, episode 70 kind of goes into more detail about the process that I use, but it can be as simple as just sitting down with a cup of tea or hot chocolate or whatever your beverage of choice is and a notebook and making some notes. And the other part of it is to look ahead to the new year and begin thinking about what what you want to accomplish in 2017. Or if you're listening to this at the end of 2017, what do you want to accomplish in 2018? Um, And I I heard this um, from somewhere, I think it was my my friend and and business coach, Natalie Ekdahl, talked about a a get-together that she had with another uh, friend to plan their years. And they started with, how do you want to feel at the end of the year. And I just loved that because that it, it so much starts there. How we feel really drives the things that we do. And so I, I'm stealing this, and Natalie, if you hear this, and, and Lisa, I'm, I'm stealing this from you. Um, and I encourage you to think about this too. So this is what I'm going to be doing as I go through this process of, of thinking about the coming year. How do I want to feel at the end of, uh, you know, this time next year? Do I want to feel proud? Do I want to feel satisfied? Do I want to feel successful? Do I want to feel peaceful? Find an emotion that you want to be feeling this time next year. And what do I want to have accomplished in the various areas of life? But 
Um, you know, wh- just picture, let yourself sit there maybe in front of a, you know, the, if you've got a fireplace, sit in front of the fire all cozy with your notebook and, and close your eyes and imagine it's a year from now. And what do I want to be able to say I've done? What do I want to have accomplished? And then start jotting down ideas about what you need to do to feel the way you want to feel and to accomplish those things that you want to accomplish. And I want to I, I want to pause for a moment. As I'm recording this, it's a Saturday in December, and this morning we had a meeting of one of the, the Productive Woman Masterminds, and we were talking about goals and, you know, the things that we do and kind of the attitudes we take toward ourselves. And the thought came to me for the person who happened to be our, our focus person or what, what some people in, in mastermind circles call the hot seat. And I felt like I needed to say to her and to all of us, and I want to say this to you, as you're thinking about your goals for, for the coming year and the things you want to do and the things you, you think you need to do, and I want you to hear this. You don't have to improve yourself to earn a place on the planet. You are worthwhile and valuable just the way you are, sitting there right wherever you are right this moment as you're listening to this. If you're in your car driving, or if you're on the treadmill, or you're out for a walk, or where or you're washing the dishes, who you are is good enough. And so when I talk on this show about the goals we set for ourselves and the things we want to accomplish, please don't hear me adding to the voices saying, you need to do better, you need to be better. You're you're enough just as you are, and I believe that. So I I want you to hear that and believe me when I say it, and, and that I'm not trying to pile more on you as you think about the coming year. Start from a place of knowing that nothing you do changes your value on the planet and your, your, your value to humanity, your value as a human being. So these are just things we do because we want to, because they bring us joy. And so when you're thinking about how you want to feel this time next year or what you want to have accomplished, it's not so that you will be more valuable or more worthwhile, but just because you want to, just because it sounds like fun just because it 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 feels like a contribution you can make so with that in mind as you've thought about the feelings you want to feel and the things you want to have accomplished be jotting ideas about the the steps you'll need to take to get from here to there this is what i do i start with brainstorming don't censor anything Um, Just list everything that comes to mind, and I add to it over the course of the couple weeks that I'm going through this process. But at the end, you know, I'm going to have this big list of things I'd love to do um, for the productive woman community or for my legal profession or for my family or my home or, or all these different things. And that can be overwhelming. And as we've talked about before, we are not what we do. You know, the things we do and our, who we are are two separate things. Um, and so I have, have this big, long list. And then start to narrow it down to just two or three goals that you're going to focus on in the first quarter of the year. 
and shelve everything else for later. So like I said, I'm going to be going through this process in the coming weeks between now and New Year's. And I'll share some of it in the first episode of, of the new year, some of the results of all of this. But um, that's a process that you can go through. And it's really important to just narrow it down to just two or three things that you're going to focus on. Lots of things we can do, but there's time. We don't need to do everything at once. Uh, we don't need to wear ourselves out trying to change everything in our world just a couple steps at a time. Put everything aside. You've created this list. You're not going to forget it. You're not going to lose it. But you're just going to focus on two or three things for the first part of the year. So for me, um, you know, like I said, I'm just starting this process, so it's going to change and morph over time. But there are some things that I hope to do better next year uh, that I've already been thinking about. I, I think I need to take better care of myself physically. I, I've, I've had so much uh, great stuff to do this year, so many wonderful opportunities, a, a thriving legal practice, but also the wonderful things that have happened as a result of, of what's going on with the productive woman and the community that's growing and the, the opportunities I've had to be a guest on other people's podcasts and stuff. And like a lot of us, it's easy for me to put my own physical well-being on the back burner and think, well, I'll take care of that later. I'll eat better later. I'll get more rest later. I'll, um, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll get more exercise later. So I think in 2017, one of the things I'm going to be focusing on is is better self-care, physically especially. I want to invest more of my time and energy in the people I love and how that's going to play out, what that means. Those are the things I'm going to be thinking about in the coming weeks. I want to write more. I've sort of put my writing, both fiction and nonfiction, off to the side for the last few months, and I really am feeling the urge to bring that back to the front and, and make time and attention and energy to spend on that. And I definitely want to find more ways to serve and connect with those of you in the productive woman community. I, I don't know, again, what shape that's going to take, but I really am... I'm so, uh, I don't know, excited about what's possible in the coming year for ways for us to connect more and encourage each other more and support each other more. I've got some ideas and things that I'm uh, in the works for the coming year, but I'd love to hear from you about your ideas on how I can serve you better what you need from me uh, or from the community, ways that we can connect better. Um, so I, I really would love your feedback, your input on that. So you can email me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com. I have a little uh, questionnaire that I haven't talked about this in a while, but it's out there. I'll try to remember to put a link in the show notes. And if you wanted to go there, that would give you a place where you can kind of answer a few questions I have about uh, your experience of the podcast and the community and um, kind of what you think of it. But those are some of the things that I'm thinking about right now. Like I said, in the in the weeks to come between now and New Year's, uh, I'm going to be thinking about that in more detail and really working out some thoughts and plans for the coming year. I want to keep this episode kind of short. I'm trying to. 
um, because I know it's a busy time of year for everybody, and I'd rather you were spending time with the people you love than, than listening to me. This is the last episode of 2016. Uh, in order to make time both to spend with my family and to do the kind of thinking that I've been describing here and the process that I talk about in episode 70, I don't do any uh, podcasting in the last two weeks of the year. So there won't be new episodes the last two weeks of December. I'll be back the first week of January with some new stuff, new episodes, some guests I'm really excited about uh, for January and beyond that I I think you're going to just really enjoy. And so in the meantime, since there's no new episodes from from me for a couple of weeks, there are, uh, let me make some suggestions of what you can do besides the the thinking and the the work that we've been talking about so far in this episode. Uh, You can catch up on past episodes. I have been so honored to receive some emails and to see some posts from people joining uh, the Productive Woman Community Facebook group. Uh, I've been honored to to receive those and to learn new people are joining the community, finding the podcast and listening. And so, you know, maybe you haven't heard some of the old ones and they might be worth listening to if nothing else they're worth a a laugh because I, I hope I've gotten better at this over time. But there's some good information back there, some great guests worth listening to. So um, instead of new episodes, you might want to go back and listen to some of those. I would encourage you to check out some other podcasts. I've got a few recommendations. If you're looking for just encouragement and inspiration, I, I know I talk about her a lot, but I, you can't do much better than Brooke Castillo's The Life Coach School podcast, and I'll put a link in the show notes for you to find that. Um, she's at Life Coach School. Dot com, I think is the, or the lifecoachschool.com, but I'll put a link. Her recent episode, number 139 on someone to love, really spoke to me, and I encourage you to check that out. Another very encouraging podcast to listen to is Gretchen Rubin's Happier Podcast. I'll put a link to that as well. And there's a brand new podcast uh, just out by former guest and, and former colleague of mine, Demetra Liggins, and her twin sister, Bimitra. Uh, they have launched the Corporate Homie podcast. Now, these are two very successful women. Uh, Demetra is a, a lawyer at the firm that I used to be at and, and uh, someone I consider to be a friend. Her sister's a corporate, uh, you know, high ranking corporate executive type person. And they've both been very successful in the corporate world. And they are on a mission to help women and minorities thrive and succeed in the corporate world. So they're going to be sharing in this new podcast uh, tips on how you can be your best both in off in the office and in life. I've listened to a couple of the episodes. They gave me a preview and I'm so excited about what they're going to be doing there. So you might want to check that one out. I'll have a link in the show notes here at theproductivewoman.com com slash one two zero for productivity if you want some more productivity stuff um, in these weeks check out organize 365 that's lisa woodruff's podcast and her website at organize 365.com she's got all kinds of very practical help 
on organization and productivity and some of those kind of things. And you're going to be hearing from Lisa in an upcoming episode of The Productive Woman. I'm real psyched about that. Of course, you can check out the podcast from my friends Eric Fisher at Beyond the To-Do List and Mike Vardy at the Productivity is Podcast. Can't go wrong there. So there, those are, you know, three podcasts that are worth listening to if you don't already. If you want some just sheer entertainment and kind of brain food, um, I encourage you to check out uh, former guest Emily Prokop's new podcast. Uh, she was a guest on episode 80 of the show, and she's got a brand new podcast just came out recently called The Story Behind. And she shares the extraordinary history of the ordinary. So she, they're little short episodes. She does a couple of them a week on things like she's had recent episodes about the, the story behind Mount Rushmore, the story behind hoodies, and the story behind the Electoral College. So she's, she's a real interesting woman who loves trivia and things like that. And so I think you might enjoy that. Besides podcasts, consider reading a good book or two. This is something I'm looking forward to spending time on. I read all the time, but I I usually have to do it in very small bites uh, because of all the other things going on in my life. So I'm looking forward to spending some quality time with my books during the, the... two-week break. If you're looking for uh, some nonfiction, I can recommend Gary Keller's book, The One Thing. I have been just eating that up and taking notes and really chewing on it. There's great stuff in there. During my break, I'm looking forward to reading a book that was sent to me called Organizing for Your Lifestyle by Jane Stoller, S-T-O-L-L-E-R. Again, I'll put links to all this stuff in the show notes so you don't have to remember, but And I also plan to finish Brene Brown's book, Rising Strong. I'm about halfway through. It's one of those, I usually read really fast, but um, this and the one thing I have had to take my time. And I take a lot of notes and, and, you know, read a few paragraphs and then think about it for a while. They just both are very um, inspiring and encouraging. If you're looking for some fiction, uh, I've got a couple recommendations there. I haven't had as much time recently to read that, but that's another thing I'm looking forward to during the break. I recently read and loved a book called The Chemist, uh, which is a new book by Stephanie Meyer. Yes, that's Stephanie Meyer of the Twilight series, whatever you may think about that. This book is very different. Um, it's not a sort of teen love story type thing. Although, I mean, I liked the tw- the books, the Twilight series books. I, I thought it was she was very insightful into the mind of teenage girls, but that's a separate thing. The Chemist is very, very different from that. Uh, the lead character is a very strong woman in a desperate situation. And I really, it completely drew me in, and I stayed up too late a couple nights reading it. If you like inspirational fiction, I love anything by the amazing Susan May Warren, and I recently loved her Wild Montana Skies, so you might want to check that out. I would love to hear from you if you have any recommendations about books that I should check out, whether fiction or nonfiction, or podcasts I should be listening to. Finally, um, I encourage you to rest and relax if you can. Take some time off during these weeks, because uh, I'm sure going to be trying to do that. Spend some time in the next couple of weeks thinking about this. This is some of your homework. What is your dream? What is that thing that won't let you go that maybe you don't talk about it with anybody, but you think about it all the time? 
that you think, I, I just don't know if I could do that. I don't know how to start. I don't, I don't know whether it's something I can do. I want you to spend some time thinking about that. In the coming year, we're going to start spending time looking at how we can bring those dreams to life and accomplish those things that seem out of reach and how we can bring them right into our lives and do those great things or small things that matter so much to us. And again, if you want some help in getting started or figuring out the steps to take and staying motivated, do consider joining us in the Productive Woman Mastermind. I do still have a couple of spots left in those groups that will be meeting first week of January, so check those out. Before we go, I want to share uh, a, a couple of things. I got an email from Mark and Angel at Mark and Angel Mark with a C Mark and Angel They I'm on their mailing list and they send some very encouraging things to the people on their mailing list. Something really worth um, signing up for. I'm not big on mailing lists. Uh, I try to keep the the uh, you know productive woman mailing list pretty. I don't send a lot of stuff out because our email boxes get so inundated. But theirs is one I really look forward to. And they recently sent an email describing 10 things to let go of before the new year starts. They expanded on it. They, they had 10 things. I'm just going to, I wanted to share just a couple of things for you to consider out of the 10 things. And I'll try to put a link in the show notes where you can find the rest of this article because it was really good and the, all the things were good. Um, uh, uh, three things of the, of the 10 that they listed. And these are things I encourage you to think about. Let go of what isn't helping your soul smile and grow. Let go of the baggage you know you need to leave behind. Let go of worrying about everyone else's opinions of your life. And I guess that's three. The fourth one, let go of the idea that it's too late to start over again. It is never too late. And today is just as good as any. So consider that as you're working through your process uh, in the last part of the year and getting ready for a great new year. A couple last thoughts for 2016 as we're wrapping up. I want you to know, and I, I, I say, I've said this before, I hope you don't think I'm just being kind of facetious about it. It is such a privilege to me to be a small part of your life. Uh, having you as part of my life has made it so much richer. I want to say a thank you as this year ends to each one of you who listens to this show, to each guest who has taken time out of her busy schedule to share her life and her expertise with us. I, I'm just so honored by each one of those. I want to say thank you to every listener who's taken time to write a review in iTunes or Stitcher or to email me and share suggestions and ideas and feedback and stories from your life. They mean so much to me. I read every one of them, and I usually respond to the email. So if you haven't heard from me, it means I didn't get your email um, because I, I, I treasure those. Real quick, I want to say a special thank you to a couple of people who've recently left reviews in iTunes. Um, uh, 
I don't I can, WFB gal from the United States recently said, I can't tell you how much I love this podcast. If I have three new podcast notices, this is the one I'll choose to listen to first. Not only am I learning something new in each podcast, I'm getting extra walking in as I listen to the podcast while I walk the dogs in the morning. And um, so she says, Laura, thank you for creating The Productive Woman. I'm looking forward to improving my life with your help. Well, thank you uh, for being part of this community. Thank you also to, um, I think it's Yesenia S. from the United States who shared a review in Stitcher saying, I learned something from every episode. The guests are phenomenal and the host is a steady fountain of positivity. Thank you for the hard work and please keep it up. Well, I intend to, Yesenia S. from the United States and thank you for sharing that. And finally, from Persevering Daily in iTunes from the United States, uh, this person says, I've been a listener for over a year. I like that Laura's advice is practical and doable. When she interviews someone, they stay on topic rather than jumping around and never really making a point. When she's solo, she also stays on topic, backing up her information with articles, books, and other ways she's researched. I feel like the time I spend listening is time well spent. Uh, Laura obviously spends a lot of time making sure she delivers a quality podcast and she doesn't disappoint. Wow. Thank you so much, Persevering Daily. I I appreciate that so much. I wish I knew who you were so I could thank you in person. So thank you to everyone who over the course of this year has, has reached out to me, whether through a review or through an email. Like I said, it means so much to me. Thank you especially to each of the women who've joined a Productive Woman Mastermind who are sharing life with me and others during those 12-week sessions. The way you support and encourage each other and the way you invest your time and your heart into pursuing your passions and progressing toward the goals that help you make a life that matters as you define it, you just inspire me. And thank you to the women in the Productive Woman Community Facebook group. I, it's just a, a serious delight to me every time I look in there and see the honest and transparent sharing, the questions that are being asked, and the way you all are jumping in to encourage and support each other and share ideas. I, it's just, I, I don't even know what to say. It is such a thrill, such a privilege, such an honor for me to be a part of this community. And I mean that 100%. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I can't wait to see what we're going to accomplish together in the coming new year. That's uh, kind of wrapping it up. I want to hear from you. So do um, reach out to me either on the Facebook page and the group uh, in the show notes for this episode. You can scroll down to the comments section. Find that at theproductivewoman.com slash 120 or email me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com. I love to hear from you and I can't wait uh, to, to talk to you again. And that, my friends, is it for this episode and for this year of The Productive Woman. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. I hope you found something in this episode that is helpful to you. I wish you and those you love a very Merry Christmas and a joyous and peaceful holiday season. I look forward to talking with you again very, very soon. So as always, until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself. Go make your life matter.
The Productive Woman is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to help you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx.